When the angels went away from them into the sky, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem now and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. They came with haste and found both Mary and Joseph, and the baby was lying in the feeding trough. Luke 2, 15 through 17. Dear God, thank you for Mary and Joseph and the angels and the shepherds and everything we learn about you from the story of your birth. You were not too big to become as small as a baby, and you'll never be so far that you can't come close to us. Help us to learn even more about you in our story today. Thank you so much. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world. Cultivate curiosity and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. The Birth of Jesus In our last story, we saw that after an over 400-year period of silence, John is born to the elderly Zechariah and Elizabeth. He will be known as John the Baptist, and his role is to prepare people for Jesus. In this story, we will learn about the birth of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, as promised by God, inspired by the Gospels. Hi there, it's Julianne Thompson, guest hosting for Julia Jeffress Sadler with the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I am so happy you're here. Today's story is a familiar one, but we get to celebrate it in a whole new way. So shake your jingle bells no matter what month it is, and let's jump in. After Mary finished visiting Elizabeth, she returned to Nazareth where Joseph, her husband-to-be, was waiting for her. At this point, it was clear that Mary was going to have a baby, and because Joseph was a godly man, he knew that child wasn't his. So when he saw Mary, he was surprised and upset, but he didn't want to disgrace her in public, so he wanted to break up quietly. One night, an angel of the Lord visited Joseph in a dream and said, Joseph, don't be afraid to make Mary your wife. The child in her is from the Holy Spirit. When the child is born, you will name him Jesus, because he is the Savior who will save Israel from their sins. When Joseph woke up, he obeyed the angel and married Mary. Since Israel was under Roman rule, the Emperor Augustus required that everyone needed to go back to where they were born to register for the census. Joseph was actually born in Bethlehem, so when they heard that the Romans wanted them to do this, both Mary and Joseph left Nazareth to go to Jerusalem. A very short time after they got to Bethlehem, it was time for Mary to give birth, but since there were no rooms available at the inn, she gave birth to Jesus in a stable. She put rags on him and set him down in a box for the animals to eat out of, The Savior was born. On the same night, in a place not too far from where Joseph, Mary, and Jesus were, there were shepherds watching their sheep. It was a silent night, 
and there were many stars in the sky. But that night, something beautiful happened. The shepherds were approached by an angel. At first, the shepherds were scared, but the angel said in a gentle voice, Please, don't be afraid. I have some good news. The angel pointed to Bethlehem and said, Tonight, the Savior was born. He is Messiah, the Savior of the world. Go there and look for a baby clothed in rags, resting on a soft table. They ran towards Bethlehem and found Joseph, Mary, and Jesus in the same way the angel had told them they would. The shepherds told the family about what they saw, and when they were done, they left, giving Yahweh praise because of what they saw. A short time later, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to a temple to be presented. There was also a man named Simeon, and God had told Simeon that he wouldn't die until he saw the real Savior. He saw Joseph and Mary and asked if he could hold Jesus. And when he looked in his eyes, he said, Praise God! He looked up to the sky and said, I can now die in peace, God. My eyes have seen your salvation. After him, an old lady who worked in the temple for many years started telling everyone, The Messiah is here! The promised one is here! Now, this is a very happy, in fact, you might say merry story, but I'll bet you've heard it before. When do you usually hear the story of Jesus' birthday? That's right, at Christmas. This is the Christmas story, but it's also a wonderful story to think about all year long. Now, why do you think that is? Why was Jesus' birthday so special? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but one big reason is because it showed a lot of people how God thinks about things and about us. Before Jesus came, God spoke to his people through prophets like Elijah, Isaiah, and Jeremiah. But because Jesus was the Messiah, those prophets spoke about, he didn't just speak for God, he spoke as God. People learned a lot about God when Jesus was born. What did they all learn? Well, Mary and Joseph learned that even when it feels like nothing's going according to plan, God still has everything under control. I'm sure it wasn't easy for Mary to travel so far from home when she was pregnant and exhausted. And it definitely wasn't easy to give birth in a place with spider webs in the corners that smelled like sheep, wood, and hay. But Mary and Joseph learned that things don't have to be perfect for God to show up. He'll come to us whenever we need, even in the middle of a mess. And the shepherds learn you don't have to have a lot of money or power or friends for God to think you're important. He loves you for you, not what you have or who you know. The greatest announcement in history wasn't made to a president, a king, or anyone famous. It was made to guys who slept out in the rain and snow, who did whatever it takes to protect little lambs that couldn't protect themselves. In fact, Jesus had a soft spot for guys like that. He respected them so much that he later told everyone that he himself was like a shepherd. And he showed us he'd also do whatever it takes to protect those who can't protect themselves. 
The angels learn that God, who is the king of the universe and more powerful than anyone or anything, is also humble enough to become helpless like a baby. And Simeon learned that God always, always, always keeps his promises. Anna learned that even when you feel like everyone else has forgotten you, God never forgets you. And you and me, what do we learn from Jesus' birthday? Well, besides everything that Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the angels, Simeon, and Anna learned, we learned that God knows how we feel. Even though he is king of the universe, he knows us and loves us, and he wants to be near to us. When you're sad, Jesus knows how you feel. And when you're happy and jumping up and down, Jesus also knows how you feel. Jesus was a baby once like you were. Sometimes he was cold and hungry. He even cried for his mom and he laughed with his dad. He fell and skinned his knees, and I think he loved to chase warm, fuzzy animals and snuggle with them when he caught them. He knows what it's like to live here on Earth. He knows it's not easy. So when you bring him a problem, you don't have to worry that it's too small or that he doesn't care. He loves you for you. And he wants to be where you are, even if you are in the middle of a mess. I am so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to hear who else played an important part in the Christmas story and what made them very special. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Did our podcast make your day? Drop a review to guide other families to help us scatter joy across the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.